0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever it is, wherever you are. I hope you've been having an amazing week so far, an amazing month, an amazing... How long has it been since I I posted the last episode? Five weeks! (laughs) Five weeks! I hope you've been having a great five weeks, and if not, I... I send you light and love because it gets better. Um, Right now I'm in bed. I just woke up. All I've done has been wash my face, wash my teeth, Uh, had some tea, and I am listening to the rain. It's raining outside. My clothes were... Yesterday was a beautiful day. It was really sunny, and then out of nowhere it started raining, and my laundry well, my clothes that were drying outside are still outside and they're, um, soaking wet right now, but I'm actually not really stressed about it. I'm just enjoying the rain. Um, I have mixed feelings about, um, leaving the podcast for a little bit. Um, and I feel it's a little bit because I'm still, intimidated by opening up so constantly and putting in so much, um, while at the same time I have so many other things going on, but I want to be consistent and actually this is going to be an open commitment (laughs) to the, to this space, to this beautiful space, um, yeah, I kind of I don't even know the name of these of this episode yet. I don't even know how it's gonna go, which is quite exciting, because uh, it's something that I've been embracing lately. Lately, I've been having very great conversations. I've been writing a lot. I've been I've been feeling listened and heard. Uh, and actually, yesterday I worked with someone who facilitated a conversation around open questions and how great they are so I might talk a little bit about that but first I guess a little update of a recent epiphany that I had after a conversation with one of my friends and I would love to at some point bring someone over and maybe talk about this in deeper terms if there's such thing as that but um I discovered maybe one of the reasons why we feel so anxious around connecting with people or yeah, it goes around there. So pretty much I started finding myself very, very connected with my surroundings, people around me and I kind of started falling in love with everybody around me. Not like falling in love in like the terms of like, you know, you meet someone, you hang out with them all the time, and then you kind of want to move forward and you see yourself with them and you cannot stop thinking of them. It's a very different form of engaging, yet it's, I don't know, I kind of like started finding myself just being very drawn to people around me. Not to anyone, but to people that I would consistently see or just have even smaller interactions like just beautiful conversations or just you know whatever and then i would just kind of feel this way that you feel after you meet someone that you like i don't even know how to describe that because i've never really tried to put words into this and i've never heard someone talk about this the way that i feel it until last night that i was talking to one of my really good friends about this and we both were experiencing kind of this <laughs> kind of this weird but beautiful connection with people around us right and to me i'm pretty passionate when i um i don't know if i'm crushing on someone i over emphasize the fact that i have a crush on them so it even sounds like i'm in love with them but i'm actually not and maybe my cl- my crush is not going to last that long but everyone knows about it already you know so, to me, it was, it started feeling like a consistent thing that I was just having like multiple, just like attraction to people. And then after this conversation last night, I realized that maybe I just don't know if we have proper terms for this, but just kind of like embrace more the fact that not all attractions are goal oriented. For example, I feel like there's so much pressure like when you meet someone or you just interact with someone or you're already friends with someone, have a relationship with them. Like there's like we are kind of, we're forced to label these connections or these relationships in terms of like, of course, like friendship or relationship or best friend or, you know, whatever the fuck, right? And some connections are not really they don't really fit a label, right? I mean, because even, even though you don't have, let's say, a romantic or a sexual connection with someone, they might feel like they're more of a friend. It might feel like it's a little bit more of a family dynamic or it might even feel like it's a little bit more of like a leaning towards a romantic, yet you don't really want to engage physically with them. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I'm just giving a little bit of, of, of a context of kind of the, paradox in here. And so I realized that there's so much pressure and we might feel so anxious when we start having a crush on someone and we're just fine attracted to whoever. Because we always, we've been taught and we see everywhere that whenever you like someone, you fancy someone, you have a crush on whoever, there's this like, this. there's already like this paved road like this path of different let's say accomplishments of goals to go into with this person and some of them encompass uh taking from the other person that's either time or energy or simply kind of like um I don't know I just want to engage in a whatever the uh, I, I I I hope this is making sense I swear it's gonna get more clear the thing is I feel like it's such a it's just like a very dude perspective I guess or it's kind of like the normalized uh yeah kind of, j- just kind of like the normalized order to fancy someone and then automatically kind of see all these overwhelming sometimes unattainable or idealized goals or activities or whatever in order to feel like okay cool now I have now I can call this uh, a something right now I can consider this a connection or a relationship or whatever the fuck right and so I realized that I've been feeling the way that I've been feeling lately just experiencing like a constant awe and a constant enjoyment of the beauty in the people around me because I'm really engaged with uh I'm just yeah really I guess at this point of my present time just like very devoted to finding the beauty and people and the place that I'm in and all that I guess kind of like my present reality so um we came up with the conclusion that having goal-oriented attractions is a little bit too much sometimes if not always, um, <laughs> because it's just so overwhelming to feel automatically like, okay, maybe I like this person, but I, w- I will never know if I like them unless this isn't this, that kind of thing. You know, it works sometimes, doesn't other times. And I guess I, this is just a ramble to remind myself that there's no, uh, one path to feel towards people, I guess. Um, yeah, we kind of, like, labeled it as, like, a fluid, more fluid attraction that does not necessarily encompass romantic, sexual, or even s- wanting to engage, like, physically or take out of the other being. I don't know, it's it's just a little reflection that we came up with that I found really interesting, and I guess it's pretty useful to me, because I've always been super o- overwhelmed when I'm, like oh, now I like this person, I have a crush on them, now, now what, kind of thing, like, what's next, Um, what's, you know, I'm not really into star science, to be honest, I would love to, but, um, for some reason, all my cancer friends, I'm a cancer, all my cancer friends, and me, always agree on this, that we automatically, or instantly fall in love, just like that, and then we just get anxious, and overwhelmed, and, you know, stressed out, because we, like, we're we're just like so hyped about this connection or this person or whatever and then it kinda like it's like, okay, what's next? Or simply passes by or vanishes in a couple of days and, you know, whatever. That's the little epiphany of uh this week and um moving on. Uh <laughs> moving on. I learned something new yesterday at a workshop on active on reflective listening. And it was pretty fucking great. Um, We came across a lot of concepts and there's even books about this. I am definitely going to dive a little bit more into that so I can share more and keep reflecting on that. But reflective listening, it's something that I've been craving or actually just looking for in the people around me for a while now. When I realized how important it is and how present and what a gift it is to people in my life to have an a reflective listener and me it kind of changed things and made me want to commit to this practice as much as I could still I'm I'm still reminding myself that every single day because it's really hard um I'm actually reading this book called the practice of not thinking and they pretty much describe this like thing as a thinking disease which is when you're listening to someone or you're devoted or you're doing something and then you start thinking and then you kind of like shift away from what you're doing from what you're listening and you're kind of like back again in your thoughts in your head and this is kind of reflecting reflective listening it's kind of turning that off and simply being there and wholeheartedly just sitting or standing or laying there and being receptive with the person that you're talking with. It's digesting the refining, sculpting of the things that are coming up. I've had multiple interactions where I feel like people are just hearing me, not listening. Like it's even really crazy when someone close to me or that I know or that knows me kind of anticipates what i'm gonna say or what i think and rather instead of listening to me to what i have to say they kind of you know associate those words that i'm saying with um with their idea of me so yesterday it was very mind-opening very eye-opening to come across this because i realized that it's something that i actively look for in people and it's something that i actively work on myself for people to hopefully have that in a reciprocal way, I'm slowly finding it, which is great. Um, but still, I think it's just a constant work that everyone's got to. I mean, whoever I guess wants to <laughs> is to uh, to work on because um, it's a skill, right? So there's there 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 must be practice involved. Um, but I've been experiencing the gift of someone asking open questions. This is something that also came up um, because I feel like it's so automatic, our daily interactions. I've been feeling like, especially I've been catching myself lately, having very repetitive interactions with people. And that's either people I see every day that I really care about, or it's people that might not be, let's say on my social bubble or you know that i don't necessarily hang out with all the time but i when i see it's kind of like feels very repetitive because we kind of follow the same path of conversation you know like pretty let's say if we're gonna categorize the questions it, it'd be close questions right which don't really give room to more to more dialogue like i don't know like how you doing i guess right you know you kind of like respond that automatic autopilot or you know, just pretty much anything. Like to me it started even actually kind of annoying me a little bit to be like, Oh, I don't really have like like I actually wanna know how this person's feeling, but I don't think I'm asking the right questions. Um this is something I realized uh when I was writing. I, I've been I've been writing with prompts, journaling prompts. That's really helping me a lot, especially right now that I feel like I have some you know, I, I, I have seasons too. I have things that I want to heal and things that I want to still digest and, and you know, be in peace with. But um, but yeah, I, I started finding myself asking people how they're feeling instead of asking them how they're doing. Because I was complaining about people telling me the same thing, like, hey, I'm doing good. But I was still asking the same question. So I was kind of like stressing over nothing because I was not doing anything different and I was expecting people to act different differently. Um, so I found that asking, refining our questions, asking better questions, giving room to open questions, which means gives more room to the person who's responding, uh, just like the space and to reflect a little bit more on your question Um, asking questions, open questions, is kind of like provoking and invites this insight of thoughts and words that, um, yeah, could go uh, a little bit beyond what we're, I don't know, just like the autopilot that we constantly follow and, yeah, like commit to, I guess, Um, because there's not a lot that comes out of that, like even if it's a small interaction a once a week interaction or once a month, I guess, but whatever it is, I feel like here's where quality over quantity goes in. I feel like having um you know just a couple more meaningful questions that will help the person or just simply both the people or whoever is having a conversation just kind of like elaborate more instigate a little bit more is gonna give room to um. To just, yeah, to have like a quality five minute conversation, two minute conversation rather than, I don't know, just like an hour of ramble, which is not bad at all. But I if you if you feel like me sometimes where you know, it's kind of like a bummer that you kind of feel like I are getting the same responses. I would highly encourage you to uh to gift open questions Um which pretty much are the ones that do not necessarily go with something automatic. Like, yes, no, good. You know, like, have you had a good day? I guess. Or, um, well, that kind of implies that the person's going to be like, yeah, because I'm suggesting the good day already. But um, <laughs> I guess there's better examples out there. So I would encourage you to go through open questions. And same thing with ourselves. Um, With journaling, to me, it's been, yeah, it's been very, um, yeah, very beautiful to explore that side of writing and that side of myself and my emotions, checking in with myself through prompts, because they're not just very confrontational sometimes, but they also tap into a part of me that, I mean, there are questions that I don't, that people don't really ask me ever, So when I see them on paper, it's like a very safe space to simply like pour out my unfiltered thoughts. And, you know, it's it's things that I would it's things that I would not even talk with with my therapist, for example, Um, which is good, I guess, because asking the right questions to people and to ourselves is definitely going to bring maybe the outcomes that we're after or simply a different thing to what we've been experiencing that we might want to change or try, see differently. Um, Again, this is all from my personal experience. I think I should have (laughs) said this out of the little disclaimer at the beginning, but this is all personal experience. Um, This is just me sharing kind of, this is just me sharing what's been working for me, what I've been experiencing um, and what I've been practicing that I know for a fact for myself works. But this is just an invitation, a thought provocation for you to um go into that, go deeper if you if that resonates with you and um and yeah, asking better questions has has really enabled me to um to feel not only better but to actually find the answers that I had been looking for or that i had been like asking myself for a while and i was not able to to reach so refining our questions could be game changer in the way that we are approaching things or dealing with things or figuring out stuff um yeah and also something else that i've been applying lately that has been invigorating if i can call it that which is a beautiful word. I just wanted to use that right now. But um, something that's been invigorating for me has been taking the time back that I put away. And by putting away, I don't mean like in like a negative way, like just like spilling my time. I mean the time that I give to others, the time that I devote to giving, which is something I love. It's, I would say, one of my core values to give uh, or, you know, to share, to connect to, yeah, just share or give my time and my energy and whatever I can to a person, to people, to someone and, you know, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, I found that I would sometimes feel very, very drained. I feel like this is actually not, it's not quite natural, but um, I guess that that's just a feeling that natural givers like me, for example, feel. Um, we might feel drained or we might sometimes feel like maybe we're putting more we're putting out way more than what we're getting back um and i I experienced this closely back when I was with someone who was a giver, 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 but would not would not take time to themselves, yeah, would not take the time back that they put out there, which was quite significant versus the zero hours minutes that they would put in for themselves and that situation that was a very dramatic situation where it was really obvious and it was just you know there but to me it that enabled me to see the more subtle and mellow ways where that plays a role in my life Um, that absolutely let me see that I'm also a natural giver and I've always known that and sometimes you know I've had experiences where people know that and I you know I used to have a really hard time saying no so you know this cycle of you know giving 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 devoting whatever but I discovered that there's still hints of that in me like you know the hints of me naturally giving 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 and not taking anything back for me like not giving myself back that time or energy or whatever so that kind of like regrounded me once again and gave me the sign of the times to take a step back and take time for myself and actually recover that energy that time uh check in with myself just as i checked in with others uh because yeah once again i started finding myself uh very present in other people's lives um you know all that but when it came to myself it was very different because I was not as con- you know I was not checking in constantly I was not very aware of my needs of what I wanted of what you know et cetera, et cetera. so journaling really helped me to reground those let's say priorities those needs that I need to cover for myself on a daily basis to feel to feel like I can to feel like I have something to give, you know, to feel whole and to feel, um, grounded. Um, so something that, yeah, that has been giving me life lately has been, um, not only being social because I've been quite social lately. It's something that I was, it's a part of me that was absolutely off for the past, let's say for the first half of the year, or maybe for a fucking year already. Who knows? At this point, I don't know. I was literally, uh, yeah. I think that maybe after COVID, yeah. Since the time that I've been in New Zealand after COVID, since maybe let's say three months ago, I was absolutely like I I was not really social at all, which I don't mind. I love spending time with myself. I love being alone. I love that and maybe that's one of the reasons why I kind of like got addicted and I really never wanted to break that cycle but being social it's also a very natural part of me just as being on my own um it's just it's a yeah it's a duality I guess and both of them are quite present in my life but I've been quite social and I've been loving that enjoying that a lot so much but yeah I started realizing that um that in my past where I was social and where I was like devoted to the people around me, to my loved ones, I was not taking in I was not taking back the time that I was putting out there. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I all of a sudden decided to close myself up and be like, OK, now I'm going to take that take take back all that time and all that energy and put it on myself. And I went from one point of the from one extreme to the other, which was like absolutely you know, just all time, all energy for myself and inward, like everything was going inward, which was not bad. I don't really like labeling things as good or bad. It was it just was, you know, but um, I think that what I've been doing differently this time has been, yeah, balancing out the time that I put in, the energy that I put out into what I take in back and that's been very nurturing for myself because I used to think that it was either time with people and listening to others and giving myself to others blah 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 or you know time with myself and um enjoying my you know just my solitude whatever right so in this case i think that i'm coming in terms with a healthy balance and it's really 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 nice because uh, it's something i mean being social it's something that i actually really missed i definitely want to go a little bit deeper into this in another episode because i feel like connecting with people absolutely saved my life in so many ways and reconnected me to parts of me that i had not been connected to just like relationships do as well. I think that all different facades or personas of our interactions with ourselves, with other people, with our relationships, with our different relationships in our lives, um, tap into different parts of us because we're multifaceted beings. And it's so important to be in touch with all these, um, not all at once, I guess, but you know, just to be aware of that. So right now I'm being aware of that and it's, it's actually been so nice to, um, to without guilt, take time for myself, recharge, um, feel like I'm ready once again to give and that I have, that I'm actually grounded enough to uh, do reflective listening, <laughs> um, reflective talking. Uh, yeah, I think I, to me, I'm going to go back into that again because I feel like when experiencing connections with people who I don't know at the time I felt I didn't I I just remember right now that I'm experiencing this now that I'm feeling heard by the people around me listen to now I look back and I'm like oh wow like I think I'm able to feel this way because I was not feeling this way before (laughs) you know and I feel like that's that's a constant that's you know part of people and there's all different kinds of of listeners and some people are good at it some people need to work on that um and it's all doable you know it's a skill no one really teaches us how to listen we are taught how to respond and sometimes it's very instinctively instinctively oh fuck instinctively responding you know it's like very reactive rather than reflective or proactive, you know what I mean? It's like some people just kind of like respond out of habit or out of um, just like their emotions, like first thing that comes into their mind after you're talking or simply even before or during the time that you're talking, you know? Uh, So I feel like experiencing that for a good chunk of my year and last year, I guess, just really enabled me to connect into what I really am looking for and appreciating in people around me and also what I'm giving to myself and what I'm giving back outside, if that makes any sense. It's like, it's kind of like an intersectional, I guess, like a commitment, let's say, you know, like I'm putting that out because I also wanted to get back want it want it back. But I also want to give that to myself, you know, reflective listening and being there for myself asking better questions uh checking in how I'm feeling what my needs are what do I need right now how can I help myself you know like what do I need for myself from from myself for myself um and that just translates into what's coming out because uh yeah again I feel like it's beautiful when people are so willing to give like I swear to god it's I I appreciate that so much. Like, it's really, really beautiful to come across someone who's so giving and so uh, selflessly there, you know, but I feel like giving is not, I don't want to say effective, bro. It's like not, (laughs) giving is supposed to be effective or ineffective, ineffective, whatever you say that. But I guess it's like when you can notice, like at least me, I was able to tell by being with someone who you know and i'm not specifically talking about someone or am i i don't know you'll never know but it's like by being with people who are so giving let's say but at the same time they don't take back that time for those for themselves and they're not grounded they're not recharged they're not actually like like let's say holy in. they're not really like in the best terms with themselves uh the giving they give let's say like the time the energy the listening it's not going to be as impactful as if they were fully charged or fully you know grounded let's say there's no such thing as being fully grounded or fully recharged like of course it varies even if i take the time to myself sometimes i feel like shit and that's absolutely okay but at least i know how i'm feeling and i know what i would you know i i know that it's going to pass and that it's going to you know just pass by and that I'm going to feel better you know whatever but I I feel that as givers either if you're a natural giver or you're actually pushing yourself to give in time energy it's so crucial to recharge and take time to ourselves um, because it's so like I swear to god you can totally tell when someone when someone's energy and time and you know everything is uh, like it feels different you know it feels different it's pretty noticeable when 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 yeah when someone is not taking that in and yeah I uh, by 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 taking time for yourself you're actually nurturing your relationships and your people around you and whoever crosses your path because you're going to be more grounded I feel like I've been saying grounded like 20,000 times on this episode but um I guess that's kind of What's been describing what I maybe the word that I link these topics that I talked about today, which I still don't know where this is going, and I don't know what this is going to be called. I I think it's just a little collection, a triolet, a little trilogy of uh, epiphanies that I came across. Yeah, I don't know. I just really, really wanted to come back in here. I, I I, just have loose notes in here of, like, the brainstorm that I that I did yesterday and some of the journaling that I've been doing that I'm like, oh, wow, I really, really want to record this. Um, but I just wanted to come in here because it feels, what, like, way too long. I wanted to publicly commit to be present and constant. Um, and this somehow is... As I'm putting things out, it's also so therapeutic for me. I think that's the reason why I do it. Um, <laughs> of course, it's really awesome when people message me and they're just like, "I listen to this and this is really cool." Like, you know, whatever. It's it's I I love that. That makes me so so happy. But this is just so therapeutic. Like, also some a little bit of a of an addition to the question thing or pretty much to anything conversation wise. Uh, even on paper when we're journaling or you know whatever we can become aware of how our inner monologue is or how of what's in our minds or simply how we put in words together and by that I just mean like when talking when writing when all that we can actually actively and reflective listen to ourselves and we can actually as we interact as we put out words, ideas, thoughts, reflections, we can actually do the work of acknowledging ourselves and, um, and actually maybe, maybe see from like an, an external perspective, how that looks like, how we articulate things, how we, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a really fascinating process of actually learning about, uh, the way that, about ourselves, I guess. Like sometimes I, I, it's really hard not to judge while we, for example, when I journal, sometimes I see things that are not as pretty and the, or that are actually embarrassing or cringe or or really horrible or whatever, you know, but I feel like letting go of that judgment by simply committing to observe rather than wanting to change immediately or take back or or filter or change, I think that's so, so useful as well. So to me, podcasting is not only therapeutic, but it's also a really great way of learning about myself. And yeah, it's just really fascinating to see the people that resonate with all of this. And yeah, I, of course, love when people listen. So thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to listen and for staying with me till the end that's beautiful thank you you can hit me up send me photos of your dog book recommendations uh reviews suggestions comments love letters etc etc on instagram at amora podcast i am barbara your host and I feel like I'm saying everything in disorder. I think I was supposed to say that at the beginning. Well, anyways, I'm really, really happy to be here with you. I hope you have a lovely, wonderful, incredible, beautiful rest of your day, evening, um, walk, day, uh, I don't know. Um, and yeah, I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Peace and love.